Steven, it's a new year. It's 2022. And I've got a big, fat, juicy wish that it's going to be a year full of fulfillment here on You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. What do you think? I've got a big old sauce-drenched wish myself just slapped on my plate here in front of me. And I'm going to dig in to a whole nother year of You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. It's going to be a big year full of winding down our rewatch of Community and moving on to whatever comes next for us and to be a part of it with us. There's so many ways to show your support. We've got a big old warm pool here for you. Come on and slip on your skibbies and slide down the ladder and dive in. How how can they get in this pool, Zach? If you put your toe in the water and it feels fine and you want to get waist deep, come join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. It's the way to support this show and to help us move it forward as we move into the future. It's also the way to get more of us every week with our live pre-show every week. You can't just a pre-show and all kinds of Patreon exclusive content coming all the time, Steven. We'd love for you to support us on Patreon, but you can also hang out with us free of charge over on Twitter at You Can't Disappod. We are also on Instagram at Can't Disappoint Podcast. And we're on Facebook and YouTube under the whole name of the show, You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. Also, if you would like to be a part of the show every week, you can email us at can'tdisappointpodcast at gmail.com. To be a part of next week's podcast, write us in your trivia, your favorite funny moment, and your episode MVP for next week's episode of Community, and we'll read it out loud on the show. If you like what we do here, leave a review wherever you leave reviews about podcasts. Yeah, maybe like... The Sharper Image product review site. Leave us a review there. There's uh, like a box full of sticky notes at my post office. Write a review and leave it there. I hope you guys are jumping on board with us and you're ready to traverse 2022 with me and Steven. What do you say? Let's rip our way into another episode if you can't disappoint a podcast. Cannonball! <laughs> I'll put like a big <laughs> splat. <laughs> This, this is my reality. This is how I learned to be. And my being doesn't allow for Nicholas freaking Cage, okay? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. I'm a cat. I'm a sexy cat. Uh, Steven, I've never taken the turn to uh, marking our podcast as explicit. You know, I've mm-hmm. always bleeped out the the f- so I've kept it as not explicit because that's the only thing that makes it explicit, right? Yeah. That's the only thing. That's but the only thing. I want to play a word association game with you to kick off the show. And fair warning in advance that this is an explicit one. Steven, okay. when you hear the word baldo, what do you think that might be? Baldo. Yeah. Um, this is something Lily know- showed me. A real thing. Makes me think of maybe like, well, I th- my first thought is Balto, the dog, sure. but yeah. we're talking Baldo. So I think of like a real bald person. Okay. Like like a real like, oh, look at that f***ing Baldo yeah, over there. Right. right. It's way worse than that. Oh. So Baldo, and this is really explicit, so sorry mm-hmm. guys, but I think this is hilarious and I wanted to share it with you. Uh, Baldo is a real, it's a, it's a sex toy. It's a real Ooh. thing. And it... it clasps the male testicles into it in a way uh-huh. that turns them into part of a dildo. That is not 
what I thought it was going to be. Isn't that. that horrifying? Oh, but like, so then like the penis is totally out of it. Mm-hmm. The balls it are part be. of a penis shaped thing. Uh-huh. And you use it. And you use... Ow! That sounds not fun. That's what I'm saying. Like... That sounds terrible. Lily showed me this, like, posting for it. Sorry, guys. But isn't that kind of funny? Uh, yeah. I... I it, apparently, there's, like, all of these nerve endings. And imagine all the, the hidden pleasure. But I... <laughs> it can stay hidden. I'm always weird with the things that are going to compress down there. You know what I yeah. mean? Because I feel like one wrong move and it's bad. Yeah. Like, I'm so skittish when it comes to my testicles. I... <laughs> Like, I use a guard on the yeah. trimmers. I don't you know? even do that shit. And, not the, and so not, the, not the close guard. I'm, like, at, like, a five. Yeah. You know, I'm keeping my <laughs> shit safe, you know? I And you know why? There was a guy that we went to high school with uh-huh. who I heard a rumor mm-hmm. that he, like, cut, cut himself. His, yeah, when he was shaving down there. And, he, and that shit scares the f*** out of me. And I remember the story, too, that because of the work he had had done... Mm-hmm. He had to keep himself from receiving an erection, uh huh, or else like the work would be undone. Yeah, that's f-ing nuts. You can't control that shit. When I you're can't in high control school. that shit when I'm in high school. What a way to welcome everybody back to the show. Uh, we've been gone for a second. Uh, last week was the first week I think ever that ever. we've not had an episode, and it's been way longer than that since Stephen and I last recorded. So it feels good to be back. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Really glad yeah. you're here. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back, Zach. Welcome. Welcome, Steven. I'm glad you're here. But we I'm just introduced ourselves. We've got a whole bit to do. You know, welcome to You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. Yeah, do your thing. Hi, I'm Zach. And let me tell you something, Leah. I wake up every night screaming. <laughs> uh, hi, Zach. I'm Steven. And my being doesn't allow for Nicholas freaking Cage. Okay? <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, oh. That was very Kool-Aid, man. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Uh, man, I've got to start off the show by uh, stalling as I look up the patrons so nice. we can shout out our $10 and up patrons over at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. That's your one-way stop for all of our exclusive content. Wink wonk that we put out every single week over there we do the live pre-show uh before we record this show every single week and you can see all the backlog of all those episodes we do our cowboy bebop rewatch show brokeback bebop which is starting back up uh, by the time this is out no saturday new episodes of that start back up on saturday and if you become a patron you know you can catch up on the ones you've missed so far all kinds of stuff it's a lot of fun and i want to shout out the people that help bring us this show Every week, Planeswalker Prez, of course. We got to give a shout out to Taylor Ace, Brian Thurman, Mary Baker Budisa, and Danny M. Lugo, who is in that illustrious Lives with Stephen Baker uh, Patreon. I know. Tier. She's been upgraded once again. Uh, well, now, we shouldn't neglect your uh, your mom who had the patron tier of carrying you within her for nine months. That one you got to pay a hefty a, price for, though. To yeah, get, for, to get for me a long in time. Your uterus. It's a, not only is it a hefty price, it's a long-time commitment as well. Yeah. But the commitment on the patronage, Patreon patronsies, uh yeah. starts at $5 a it's month to get all of the exclusive content that we do. And there are tiers that go farther than that to get even more out of us. It's a lot of fun. Go check it out. Steven, it's been a while since we've paid our respects to Papa. We've been oh, busy boy. boys. We haven't been calling our dad. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything to say about yourself? Because I have a feeling... That uh, because of it, you're going to end up with a red little behind. You know, I have 
have reddened my own behind in preparation uh, for the reddening of my rear from the one that reared me, you know? Uh, Dad, I'm sorry. Yeah, that is, of course, our community papa at Communities on Twitter. Uh, He says it every time, and he means it, that it it hurts him way more than it hurts us. (laughs) Truly does. You can see it in his eyes. Steven, we're back. It's been we're a minute. Back. I feel we're like here. I'm shaking off the cobwebs, but I also feel like I'm I'm really excited to be back doing this and to be talking about community again. Uh, how have you been? How have your three weeks been? It's been I've wild been on both parties. Been really busy. I yeah. uh, I talked about some of the stuff on the pre-show, so I'll try and address other topics. But sure, I uh, had a competition. But if you, that's a good reason to go get the pre-show because yeah, we, like, you get all the juicy deets. of shit on the pre-show today. So go sign up. Yeah. I uh, did a competition in Nashville, and Danny and I got our first uh, callback in the open category, which is like the highest level wow. that there is. So that Nashville, was like a big Indiana, deal for right? Us. Yeah, exactly. Nashville, Indiana, the World Championships uh, <laughs> of dance, right there in Brown County. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, no, it's it was one great. Of the covered got to, bridges. Yeah, I got to go to Nashville and spend some time there for the first time. That was cool. Got to go out to some different like bars, hear some live music. Um, do you that like was country great. music more now after being in the in the home of it? I like country music the same <laughs> okay. as I did, but it was fun. I I like Nashville more than I thought I would, though. Yeah, I've always Nashville's always just been like a city that I drive past on the interstate mm-hmm. and always like look to the side to kind of eyeball it. I've never actually taken time to. I've been to other place. I've been to like Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Yeah. Um, have you ever been to Gatlinburg? It's pretty. I've not. Where else did you go? What else have you been doing? Um, you let's moved. see. I moved, yeah. You're the week after that, I moved in a different place than you were yeah, last time. We hopefully, recorded. I sound delicious. I wonder. Uh, if I want to give be off those NPR vibes. Yeah. Um, uh, now, okay. So, uh, improv game. Give me mm-hmm. some NPR vibes. Advertisement for our sponsor, the Baldo. Right now, go. <clears throat> Do you ever feel like you are just tired of using your penis during sex? What if your testicles were your penis? Do we have something for you? The Baldo is a new innovative product from Just For Him and Her Toys. Wrap it around yourself and take her to Pleasure Town. I promise you'll get past the pain in a matter of hours. The Baldo. For you, for her, for everyone. (laughs) Yes. That was so much better than I thought it was going to be. Thank you. That's the type of shit I don't get when we do this podcast every week. I'm not getting it's anything true. like that in my everyday life. That's why <laughs> I need this outlet. That was really funny. Shit, where were we? Good. What else do we have to do? Um, oh, oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I did st- oh, you're, we're still talking about you. Yeah, um, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get through me and then we'll get to you, Zach. Yeah, okay. And then let I'll butt know, in let during me know, yours. Let me know when it's my turn. I'll be I will. Elsewhere. Yeah, just tune out for a minute. Okay. Um, I moved and then I uh, had a very interesting experience involving Zachary that we'll discuss in a moment, but I oh, want to talk briefly. Um, one of my favorite things that happened during the last few weeks is yeah. we had a really big charity event um, called Dancing with Chicago Celebrities that we've yes. been getting ready for the last couple of months. Um, and it raises a lot of money for breast cancer research to fund clinical trials, um, help provide mammograms to people who can't afford them, which is a lot of people. Um, and it's just like such an awesome event that I'm so grateful I get to be a part of. And, uh, Danny was a part of it as well. We both had celebrities. I was dancing with someone who's on the news here in Chicago, and she was dancing with Chef Juan Gutierrez, winner of Netflix's School of Chocolate. He was super fun. And Danny actually ended up winning the competition, which is super which is great. Incredible. So I'm super proud of her. I didn't see videos, but I saw pictures, and everybody looked awesome. Yeah, the dude looked so like cool. he could move. 
Yeah, it was great. They had like a whole voguing section. I got to That's meet awesome. the Vixen from RuPaul's Drag Race cool. and dance with them. And um, they said they would do the event with me next year. So I Whoa. hope that happens. Good for you, um, And in that night, Zach. I bet like that would be a dream event, come true to do something like that, wouldn't it? It absolutely would. Yes. Um, we raised $272,000 for breast cancer research. That's incredible. That's yeah. insane. So, and that raises the total. And how much of that came from your years. pocket? Um, none. <laughs> um, <laughs> I donated my time. My mom went, so I guess that counts. She's a patron there, too. Um, <laughs> and my brother and sister got to see me dance in person for the first time, which was really special. That's really sweet. And Danny and I were asked to perform at the event, which is pretty cool because it's like a it's a it's a really nice honor to get to dance there as like a professional couple too because it's like a big deal. That's so um, cute. So that was really nice, and uh, yeah, it was great. I don't remember what the last thing I was going to say was, but it was a really fun time. Well, what you didn't say, because I've always got a devil's advocate bringing the negative, I can't help but notice that you didn't mention where you placed in the um, So they didn't announce <laughs> second and third, but I think that we got second based on what I heard about the judging. Oh, I was hoping I'd hear something like way, way down there on No, this. no, she did great. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. I really I think so the way that dancing is judged is mm-hmm. it's not like everyone agrees on first, second, third. It's like right. every person Numbers ranks points. everyone themselves. Oh, right? okay, sure. And so three people had first place votes Mm -hmm. but it came down to who had the highest for the second ones and danny's guy only had first and second place votes and i think mine had some third slipped in there interesting because i'm black you know we don't have to talk about that well you just brought it up yeah we're not going to talk about it anything else anything else you need to get off your chest Um, you want to talk about what happened when you saw me yeah, why don't I'll let you you set the scene for that one, Zach, so we can have our timeline. Well, there are honestly things about the trip that I'm gonna keep to my chest because it was a a wild weekend for me and mine. Yeah. Uh, but me and Lily and a couple that we're very close friends with went to follow who it, genuinely like people who aren't bathed in the blood would scoff at this, but I genuinely mm. believe we went around and we toured the the greatest rock and roll band of all time. For a full weekend, we started in Michigan. We followed him to Chicago for two nights. Three oh three. We saw the yeah. We saw Ween. I figured people just knew by this point. We yeah. uh, saw them perform three times, over a hundred songs, and the two nights in Chicago, no repeats. And from Michigan to Chicago, like three or four repeats. That's so, like, crazy. A hundred songs, and only like three or four of them were repeats. And they haven't put out new music in like fifteen years. They have yeah. so much material. Uh, so we followed them. Those really crazy. Thing. Uh, Ween fans are really diehard, like myself, and then there are the people that have been there since the beginning and been there since, like, the 90s and have been there just following them really diehard. It was really fun to, like, surround myself with those people. I enjoyed it a lot. And the plan was that on the third night, the last night, that Steven and Danny were going to join us, wait in line, uh, be bathed in the brown with us, mm-hmm. and, and have a good time at the concert. But uh, someone had to, had to change our plans... Wah, wah. So of course Danny I'm not I, referencing you. I'm referencing the the waiter. The, yeah. the story that you're about to tell. Yeah. So I go to this bar with Danny beforehand just to like grab a bite to eat and like a drink before we go meet them at the show. Because you're not gonna be in the same vicinity as me sober. Oh hell no. <laughs> I I had everything ready to not feel your presence, Zach. <laughs> um, but we go and I take a phone call. So Danny orders a couple drinks herself. Because you're Mr. And business. Yeah, I'm 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 Mr. I I did a business. Um and essentially there was like an extra drink that was given to her by the bartender 
and they told us it was just a free drink, and so I ended up you drinking it. You weren't a part it. of it because you were gone. Yeah, I wasn't there, so they thought it was just Danny. So I don't know why you'd give one girl three drinks if you think it's just uh, her. Well, you're but... about to find out why. Yeah, and one of them, I drank it, and I was feeling fine. I was like, wow, the I'm a little tipsier one. than I thought I would be. Fast forward like an hour and a half, and I'm like so sick. Uh, it In turns line out, with us. Yeah, that I like got... I don't know for, for a fact that it was a roofie, but there was something in the drink, and I got, like, drugs, so I'm glad it was me, not Danny, and but I, like, for was Steven's getting violently ill, and, like, was my body was not cooperating, so I had to leave. I didn't get to go to the concert. Losing you know, Danny had a great time. I'm just kidding. Memory. Yeah. Yeah, Danny took me home, time. but, like... Uh, Steven was passed out at McDonald's for, for four <laughs> hours, but it's Chicago. They're used to that kind yeah. of thing. But it was it was a scary experience. But I'm no, glad I'm okay. I'm you. glad that you know, like I said, I'm glad that it, I drank it, and not Danny, because it probably would have hit her even harder. Yeah. But I uh, didn't get to bathe in the brown the way that I thought that evening. But I have a feeling there will be more opportunities. Uh, well, you know, we were all really, really worried about you, and then the second the first song started, you know, like Lily leans over to me and goes, "Have you heard about Steve? Is he okay?" And I'm like, "Who?" <laughs> I'm just watching the show. Uh, so hey, I guess on. we went way deeper into that story on the pre-show, and there is a yeah. lot more to it. Uh, but obviously, this isn't really the medium for that. But it was a really crazy thing to have happen. And I was really sad that we didn't get to spend that time together because I think you and I at a concert would have vibed off of each other. Yeah, it would have hard. But it was great that we got to have breakfast the next morning. We did so, get to have breakfast. Do you breakfast remember that? Because you told me you felt weird for the next couple days. Um, I remember it happening. I couldn't tell you. Oh, I had the chiliquiles. Yeah, you did. Is it fuzzy? It's fuzzy. A lot of the next couple days are still a little fuzzy. That's so sad. I'm sorry. It was a good yeah. time. You made an ass of yourself. You were pissing sure. all over the table. Yeah, yeah, slapping Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, he should have kept my wife's name out of his mouth, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, let's move on to what we're actually here to talk about. But honestly, 15 minutes is all. That's not that bad. We did it. Let's talk Pretty about the television program community and an episode that I'm honestly pleased as punch to be talking about today. It's a great episode. We're talking about Season 5, Episode 2, Introduction to Teaching. It was directed by the great Jay Chandrasekhar, who before this did Mixology Certification, Intro to Political Science, Applied Anthropology and Culinary Arts, The First Chang Dynasty, Advanced Documentary Filmmaking, and after this one, he does Basic Story, which is one of the last two episodes of this season. And next season, he does Basic Email Security and Basic RV Repair and Palmistry. And this episode was written by the great Andy Bobrow, who over our break, we had an awesome Twitter interaction with. Yeah. Andy's a super nice dude, a really talented writer, and maybe the, we should try to open that door to see if he wants to come bathe in the brown with us. Oh, I think we ought to open that big old brown door. Before this one, Andy wrote Basic Rocket Science. He wrote Mixology Certification. Um, custody law and eastern european diplomacy he wrote geography of global conflict pillows and blankets history 101 and intro to knots this episode is his final writing credit on the series really as we begin to wind things down here on community and the episode originally aired january 2nd 2014 along with the first episode of the season repilot they were aired on the same night and look at us covering it like a month later <laughs> in the true spirit of things so what do we do? What do we do first? Do we do trivia? Trivia's first. Is Act that trivia. first? I kind of forgot. Well, and this week, um, due to our sponsor being the, Jesus Christ. the ball bro, um, we don't have an Act Trivia flavor this week, but I do want to give a special shout out to uh, almost our sponsor, Jamie Lee Curtis, not Jamie Lou Cordis. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis 
just that dog she was holding during the in memoriam segment was supposed to be a baldo but the deal oh, fell through at the last second fell through. we got him instead did he you see that during the in memoriam segment of the oscars uh she was like paying respects to betty white and she was like holding this dog the whole time <laughs> that's for incredible some I love go, ahead. go ahead go ahead um she likes one piece <laughs> the anime that's like oh really so you're talking has, about like, a thousand real episodes stuff that's cool. So she like loves anime and she's friends with a lot of like American dub voice actors huh. and like wants to be in the One Piece movie. Jamie Lou Cordis. I can't believe it. Yeah. Her first acting credit. Finally. <laughs> it's about time. One Piece, the movie. Let's do yeah. some trivia. I've that was got my fun fact. six questions. Oh, you're definitely going to be going first then, Chief. I've got a I whopping four. Okay, that's fine. What is Jeff's office room number? And here's what I'll give you as a hint. I don't know if it'll get you anywhere. I I usually don't get you anywhere. Mm -hmm. But uh, Community has done something like this with its Ah, room numbers before. 502. Very close. I'll give it to you. It was like D-502. Damn it. That was too much of a hint because you did pick up what I was throwing down. Do you want me to give you another one or do you want to go? I don't want to take any of yours, so go. Yeah. Um, What does Leonard look like with his earring? Uh, the road manager for the California Raisins. That's a win. How long is the Nicolas Cage class? How long do they take it? Seven weeks? It's a two-day course. Oh, shit. (laughs) No. That's really funny. Yeah. Um, other than read chapter one, what homework does Annie assign the law class? Oh, I don't know. To memorize the federal rules of civil procedure. What's on Leonard's earring? A feather? No. It's like a dangle and it's peace signs. Ah, peace signs. Yeah. What does the chalkboard say behind Abed when he has his Nicolas Cage moment? Always be caging. Yes, it's great. Uh, What movie does Abed say that you might see an alien arm in? Um, I know it, I know it, I know it's it. It's like we never stopped. Snake Eyes? Yeah, good job. Nice. I, I always get Snake Eyes and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas mixed up. Not G.I. Joe presents Snake Eyes. No, no, no. What weapon does Neil wield during the riot? That is one of my questions. Whoa! Why it's a plank just loaded with nails. Just loaded up. That's scary. That'd be a bad thing to get hit by. That's like a zombie video game weapon. Yeah. That's great. That was funny. All of that was funny. Yeah. Um, I've got two questions. Was that your last one? That was my last one. Hit okay, me let's see them. if you get these. Uh, Wait, no, I've only got one more because you took one of mine. Mm-hmm. Who does Troy tell Abed to think about for safety after his freakout? Helen Hunt. Uh-huh. And... No, 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 no. Mm-mm. I said yes, but no. That's, you're wrong. Helen Hunt's one of them. No, she, she most certainly is not. Don Cheadle. Yes. Who was the two. woman? Uh, Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter, f*** you. Well, no, but that's two different people. Holly Hunter is the... Uh... But that was why when you said it, I was like, yep, oh, wait, yeah. no. <laughs> Fair enough. They're not the same. So that was trivia. For the first time in a while, let's go right on into what was sent to us hey from yo. the people that love us as we love them so dearly. Cynthia. Okay. Our <laughs> first email is from our big old daddy boy. Uh, he sent this to us two Quite weeks some time ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. 
He's ahead of it. You know Hi, what guys. makes me happy? Not specifically communities, but we had... Co- I said communities. Not specifically communities who emailed us not knowing if we were recording. I had several people reach out to us like, hey, are you guys recording this week? Hey, we miss you Wow. Guys. Yeah, it was That's nice. That's awesome. So thanks for that. Um, hi, guys. This is Andy Bobrow's patron saint of Communicon. Last episode of Community. Nice. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me read that again. What does that mean? Yeah. This is Angie Bobrow's right. patron saint of Communicon. I think you just said Angie. <laughs> last episode of Community. Yeah. Oh, he was off to so last man on Earth, like a great Brooklyn Nine Nine, okay. etc. Yes, Malcolm in the Middle. Mm-hmm. That's what that he was, talked that was about first, to us though. on Twitter. He talked to us about Malcolm in the Middle. That was before, though. Oh, and he was saying what he went on. So he wasn't after. off to Malcolm. In the oh Middle. my God! He also did he a show called from it. Bless the Heart. It was an animated show that aired with like the Simpsons and Family Guy. Had like nice. Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph in it. Mm, it's about Kevin Hart. No, it's kind of like King of the Hill. About Kevin Hart. Nice. Uh, while some are lukewarm on the A plot, but the B plot of Abed taking a Nick Cage class is peak community. What's mm-hmm. wrong with the A plot? Well, I mean, I guess there's not really a lot to it. There's not really much plot to this episode, but I don't have any problems. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is also Darson Solomon's mm-hmm. Dave's first episode, hey, friend whoa, of the show. Whoa. Whoa, friend of the show, and that is not how his name is is pronounced. Darson right. Solomon? Nope. What is it? It's not Holly Hunter either. Uh, Darsan. It's Darsan Solomon. I thought that we were saying Darsan, and he said it was Darson. No, I think people say Darson and Darsan, and he says, no, it's Darsan. Ah, okay. Darsan, friend of the show, good old buddy of mine. He'll never Darsan hear this, so we'll never hear back on this. Uh, but we did first episode him, and, and the fun. introduction of Buzz Hickey, played by Jonathan Banks. Mm-hmm. Zach's a big Jonathan I'm Banks a big, fan. I'm not even just Jonathan Banks. I'm a big fan of Buzz Hickey. I, I think he adds it. a lot to community. Mm-hmm. But we'll um, have a great one, guys. Community's Matt. We've got some trivia. Thanks, Pops. Okay. Um... Names of the other students in Jeff's class, other than Dave, that have a name. That have I'm names? guessing like the names that he makes up. There's Ski Cap. Was it just Red Hair? Red Hair. Does he mean Garrett, too? Because that have a name. So maybe, Garrett, sure. Yeah. Annie. Annie's there. Yeah, that's all I know. How many Nick Cage movies was the class told to watch? It was five. Five. Just five? Just five, yeah. yeah. Um, what rule does the faculty lounge have? He said louch, but I think he means lounge. Um, is it just, is the rule no dean or is it more like artsy? No. Is it like no? Well, the fact that he says no management faculty. allowed, but the management is just the dean. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Red Hair, Ski Cap, and Garrett were the three that he said, but All Annie right. was there too. I don't like that. Annie erasure. Yeah. Come on now. Um, five and then no deans allowed. Good job. We got them all, Zach. Look at us. I, I had to turn off the microphone so I could cough. I've oh. been a little bit under the weather. I'm, I'm still kind of... Uh, all the mucus is still making That doesn't mean you can't celebrate our victory with me, Zach. Um, God what? Did damn we do it. something right? <laughs> um, all right. Next email. <sighs> okay. Okay. Thanks, Bob. God. Okay. Okay. Our next one's from Tim Tam. Nice. Hey there, Tim Tam. Long time, no email. Yeah. <laughs> um, this one was sent today cool i'm noticing you're telling us when the emails were sent this time i was just curious yeah, I done that before um okay. hi steven howdy zach i missed y'all trivia Aww. which actors are what on the good bad scale 
Oh, Robert Downey Jr. is good. Good. Um, uh, Johnny Depp is. I'm, I don't have them in order, but Johnny Depp is the bad kind of good, right? The bad, the bad kind, kind of good. Of good. Um, John Clan Van Damme was the good kind, good of, kind bad. of bad. In which Belushi was just bad. Jim? Probably. They've made jokes about Jim Belushi before. Then I'm going to go Jim. I never know which one it okay. is. Uh, funny moment. The smash cut to them watching Nick Cage is so fucking funny to me. Minuses are made up. It's riot time when Neil pushes over the trash can. It's hilarious. Um, This is a great episode. So, so great. I'm trying more of a live stream of consciousness email this week, so bear with me. Strap in. I'm strapped. (laughs) I'm, I said strap in. I got my baldo clasped on tight, (laughs) and I'm ready to Tim Tam. I'm all balded up. Um, (laughs) I'm still not sure how I feel about Buzz Hickey. I know people love him, but I just never have. Outside of the auditors don't bleed joke, I just don't care about him. Maybe as we go along the season, it'll change. Anyway, Abed is peak Abed in this. Nick Cage is perfect in every way. So is Sean Garrity. Ah, oh, I forgot about the teacher's lounge. It's so good. Jeff Annie shipper moment incoming. Oh man, Not Annie really. and Jeff's class. My favorite part about this scene is how well they both know each other. She cares about him and is willing to add an entire class just for his benefit. But also, the added that's bonus is, is that she gets to stick it to Jeff and his laziness. I feel like that's all it is. It's not just be- uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I love that I, there Jeff is really care there, wants- but I didn't pick this as like a sweet Jeff anything at all, really. I didn't either. But also I don't ever look for a sweet Jeff Yeah, Andy. we'll look as- we'll look again. We'll see. Um I love that Jeff really wants to convince himself that he's mad at Annie here too. When in reality, if, if he were actually mad at Annie, he'd just refuse to listen to her. He could just tell her he won't do anything she asks at any moment, but of course, he isn't going to do that. He's in love with her. I think that is the thing he's upset at. I'm just going to let that silence for <laughs> a second. I, Jeff I, before I, Annie would have no problem blowing everything off, but not anymore. Jeff Annie ship over. <clears throat> well, Tim Sam, I didn't really know that you were down that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that Tim Tam was a Jeff Annie shipper, but I, He's I didn't know. He's mentioned it lightly, but that was some. That was some. Uh, that was heavy. That was some fan cam shit. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not dogging it, but yeah. it's just really crazy. It's eye opening. My experience of an episode can be nothing like that. And I, I mean, but it. the heat between Troy and Britta this episode, Zach. <laughs> Come on. Leonard Come and Mickey. On. Come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> minuses are made up. It's riot time. I love how ready Greendale was to just lose it. Also, yep. why the f*** are all those students still in school? Shouldn't some of them have graduated? Remember being worried about data minutes? Actually, y'all are pretty young, so you might not. Excuse me, sir. Hmm. My first play phone had minutes. I wasn't allowed My to track get a cell phone. phone. Had until I was like 16 or 17. Yeah. And by that point, it was an iPhone. But I like knew about it. Yeah, we saw commercials. How old My are first you? Phone huh? had How old are you? In... We had no kids. Yeah. Steven's Jim. number five dancer in God Green's Earth. You think exactly. we're kids? Tell him. Yeah. Tell him, Zach. Tim Tim. Uh... Tim Tim just <laughs> needs to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, buddy. Uh, the Dean is so sad, proud at the end. And oh, yeah, my least favorite singer. Ugh, depressing. At least we get another classic Troy crying. His favorite singer, Stinger. Stinger. What? I love the end tag. That's like a top five for me. It's really funny. It's Donald Glover's favorite. Yeah. 
Um, let me know if this email didn't translate well to a podcast. It like didn't, I said, but not for the reasons you might think. <laughs> and maybe that means it did. Uh, I'm trying something new here. See y'all next week for the Ass Crack Bandit. And oh, then we nailed yeah. the, the. I, I know. I, I forgot. That. Um, the answer is Robert Downey Jr. Good, Jim Belushi bad, Jean Claude Van Damme good, kind of bad, Johnny Depp the bad, kind of good. When you and I put our brains together, buddy. I think as long as Danny do... doesn't write in questions, we get them right. I think that's what I've. Is learned. that why she stopped? Maybe she felt bad. <laughs> she should start now that you have this space. She should start a podcast that's like counter our podcast, like a, <laughs> like a spite podcast. <laughs> That's just the stuff that we were too stupid to see. Is that the end of the email? <laughs> That's the end of the email. All right, so let's move right on to something that I've dearly missed and I'm sure Steven has not thought about once in the last month. I have it's thought time... about it exactly once in the last month. <laughs> it's time to find out, everybody, if after all this time, if Steven can still bring it together to find out. I don't know where this intro is going. Did Steven Did watch Steven. the episode? Watch the episode. This, this week. Week. Sponsored by Baldo. Baldo. You know you want it. <laughs> Take a big old sniff of Baldo. Baldo, get my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> All right, Steven, I'm going to get the clock up. How do you feel after not having done it for a while? Um, I thought about this while I was watching the episode. I was uh-huh. like, I don't know how the f- I'm going to fit all this in. I had too There's much fun. That- yeah, this is a fun as shit episode. Yeah. But I think you probably have a chance. We'll see. I'm just going to let... I'm not looking for a lot. We'll see. I'm just going to let right. go and, and let Baldo. I've got... <laughs> just let go and let Baldo. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I wonder how many times we can make that joke before other people get sick of it, if they have already, and yeah. how many more times we'll make the joke before we get sick of it. We because like to stretch things out. Because at that point, it's a war yeah, between the two of us to see who's going to quit Well, anyone first. who's purchasing a Baldo is is interested in stretching things out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've got the clock Do you have to, like, hump oh, down? I don't <laughs> – the motion you just did. I don't know, Steven. I haven't done it yet. Otherwise, you have to be, like, leaned back and, like – that seems like a workout. I feel like the other person has to do most of the work uh, and like is lifting themselves. Well, if up I'm wearing the... a baldo, I'd hope they at least meet me halfway. I've done a lot to get us to this point. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they're lifting themselves up with their arms. They're relying on their arm strength. <laughs> is this All right, what everybody, sex swing is used for? Because I've never been able to figure it out. Three, <laughs> two, one. But are you actually ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, three, two, one, go. Okay, so Jeff's a teacher now, and he doesn't really know how to teach. He's like, do whatever. And then um, Abed takes Nicolas Cage class, and Britta, Troy, and Shirley are there too, so they're in the episode. But then uh, Abed gets really deep into it, and Annie, ah, f- Annie's in Jeff's class, and then she's like, you have to really teach it. And Jeff learns that he loves teaching all along, and Hickey's there, and Hickey's this old curmudgeon blah guy that teaches the stop. minuses are fake, and there's a riot. And then I the said, dean. stop so long ago. <laughs> you did. I didn't hear you. I was yelling. <laughs> <laughs> and then the intag Troy's a chair and Ovid's a tree and Hickey gets called about his heart medicine he needs Lipitor but he can't survive that generic bullshit god damn it oh shit you've just broken the game <laughs> I feel like you didn't do a very good job but I'm having fun so I'm gonna give you like a B I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an A minus <laughs> 
That was great. Thanks, Oh, Zach. man, that was fun. Let's go right into favorite funny moments. I know that we both said that you know, we find this episode really funny and that we wrote down a ton of things. So I want us to rapid fire, go back and forth with moments. And, like, if we take one of the other persons, we'll be like, oh, that was one of mine. Okay. Okay. So you go first. I guess we better use names. What is that? It's when he's names. saying things and he gets to uh, Darsan. Oh, yeah. And maybe he's a black guy. He's names. like, maybe we should use names. <laughs> I liked when Abed was doing like the table mode, resume table. Mm-hmm. And at first he's like, I've installed it with new things. Table mode, resume table mode. And Troy's like, yeah, right. Then he's like, table, go to sleep or whatever. And Troy's like, I got a Whoa. couple in there. <laughs> that was funny. Um, that was really I like, funny. I really like the Abed line. Um, Jesus wasn't in 70 movies to Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had Jeff, just Jeff's face the entire time the dean is singing the graduation song or whatever. That scene was so funny. Very, very funny. Um. Aw, she in your class, yo. Uh, or, aw, take... she in your class, yo. There we go. Better. I actually put that an was E at the end read. of that aw. Let me get one more me. read. Let me get one more. Another take. Go for it. Uh, aw, she in your class, yo. He didn't know where we were for a second. Yeah. Uh, I really liked when they took Leonard's meatball and he looks at them in the eyes and says, please, it's, <laughs> it's all, all I, I have. have. <laughs> um, et tu, Brute? That was my next one. <laughs> A two brute? Am I using that correctly? <laughs> um, the just the entire thing of the dean in Excel, from yeah. all of his little moments to it, how invested he is, how often he keeps bringing it up, and then the song at the end is just <laughs> beautiful. And then I'll bring us home with just the entire in tag. That was fantastic. Oh, I've still got two. Oh, hit me with it. I had so many. His name is—he's a duck. His name is Jim, and publishers are They're interested. interested. <laughs> I really like Buzz Hickey, at least in this episode. I think yeah. just about everything he says is really funny. I like. And it. then my last one is, are you the coolest person in the world? I doubt <laughs> I, it. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was great. I need to take a sip of water. I hope you liked my gulp ASMR. <sighs> that <laughs> The smooth, refreshing, crisp of Baldo. <laughs> They have a line of hard seltzer as well. <laughs> it's got electrolytes. You're going to need them. It's basically like Gatorade with bubbles. Okay. So uh, let's talk about this episode, Introduction to Teaching. I think this is the most I've laughed at an episode of Community easily since season three. And maybe yeah. if I for me personally and this isn't i don't think i would say this is one of the best or even necessarily one of the funniest but i think for me personally it might have the most laughs per minute of just about any episode i laughed a lot in this episode it's really funny and it's showing that if obviously we've talked a lot about dan leaving and coming back and the effect that he has or how overblown his influence is. And I feel like it's been clear from these first two episodes that are pretty different from each other that he's bringing a lot back to it by being back. Not only just him, but obviously the whole team is just infused with this energy to make Mm -hmm. this show the way that it's supposed to be, how smart it's supposed to be. And I feel like this episode nails it. It does a regular school-based episode, which they do not do often enough. Yeah. And it's hilarious from beginning to end, just like the outrageous ones. Yeah, I love it. I love it. This is the most fun I've had watching an episode of community in a while. And that makes me really happy. I know. I agree. And I'm sure part of it is that absence is the heart. Uh, mm-hmm. What absence makes the, the balls grow fonder, but 
I, I, I really enjoyed this episode, and I remember really enjoying it the first times I watched it, too. There were a lot of funny moments that I remember from the show, uh, from this season, that I didn't think were just in one episode. And a lot of them were right here, yeah. Uh, so I want to ask, before we dive in, a lot, it's been a long time now since we talked about the repilot, but a lot of our conversation was around how that episode really felt like a different show, kind of. Yeah. And it felt like a good episode, but was it so necessary to change the way that it did for that episode? And I kind of feel this episode brings us back pretty close to where you would think a season five episode of Community without any trouble would be. Yeah, uh, I feel like it's feel a like a different brighter. show. And what do you think about that? Does that make you like the first episode any less? Do you, how are you feeling? I about think that this episode, tone? like. If I if someone's like okay which one do you want to watch not even close for me I'd pick this one. You this know? has I think that the, go ahead sorry I think that the premiere of season five is better than over half of season four, but I don't think that it's the best episode of the show by any means. I don't either. And I think that this one yeah you know, I think it's a combination of the writing being someone who knows community to Dan being back to everyone being you know fully committed in this episode too. It's great. I think that it it works pretty perfectly for me. I don't think it's the best episode of the show, but I think that everything that they tried worked really well for me. It's the best they've done in a while. And it's uh, whether or not, almost like being with every episode, of course it's not the best episode of the show. There can only be one. And Mm -hmm. we don't really know what it is. You know, we've hypothesized, but we haven't like put the numbers to it. Uh, Of course it's not the best episode of the show, but this episode does everything. Everything that I want when I sit down to watch an episode of Community. Mm-hmm. I All the characters that I love so much are there acting like themselves. The jokes are funny, and then they dive a little bit deeper than they did at first to make it even funnier. It has so much that I love out of Community, while, like I said, being a normal school-based episode, which I like. That's one of the things I think I'm going to like about Season 5. They have a yeah. couple of really off-the-wall ones, but I think for the... I don't know. I think there are quite a few kind of... Well, and I feel like you and I really like those episodes. In all the season, you know, roundtables that we've done, we always have at least one or two of the school-based episodes in our top five. Even in the high-concept seasons, you know, two Well, I like when the show... Not that it ever forgets it when they go big, but I like when the show really remembers and hones in that it's about a group of friends at a community college. I mean, I always take my mind... Always goes back to in season one, the gym teacher episode. Mm, that's or a good one. pottery, you know, those mm-hmm. are two of my favorite episodes of the show, mm-hmm. and they're just about classes at the school. I think that sometimes it really they they hit it out of the park. Let's dive in. Uh, good vibes. Great good episode. vibes. Mm-hmm. The scene that starts it off is really funny. Uh, I think this episode succeeds in doing a lot of things that, you know, if another show did like. We're back, and Jeff's a teacher now, and it's season five, and everyone else is still here for some reason. You know, kind of like, they called themselves out already, but kind of like Scrubs season nine. Mm -hmm. But I think this episode does a really good job of sidestepping most of those issues to, like, doing the things, but I'm never like, come on, guys, what are you doing here? I feel like they make it work. Mm -hmm. Jeff, of course, uh, doesn't give a shit about his students or his class now that he's a teacher, uh, what do you think of these Jeff in front of the class scenes that we get? I think it's really funny. Um, I like the whole – I really think the bit is funny where he, like, the gives everyone names. names based on how they look or what they're wearing. And then he gets to Darsan, who's a – Who's a guy with an afro. Yeah, and he's like, oh, let me not do that. He's like, we, maybe, maybe we better do names. Maybe I say what I see. Yeah, I think that's funny. really funny. It reminds me of a, 
a more self-aware version of the Michael Scott bit where he's doing a training and he's like, uh, fat guy, hat guy, <laughs> fat yeah. hat, fat cat, Garfield, yeah. orange, uh, orange juice. You have this whole thing memorized. It's a whole, it, it's a whole like thing. This I was actually, I was just, we... ri- can I riff? Oh, you, that was riffing. That I was riff. you were doing the episode. That was a riff, for yeah. Me right now. I thought you were I was paraphrasing. doing what we do for this show for another show. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, this is the first time since we've interviewed him that we see Dave. This is Dave's first episode. Obviously, he's just in it for a moment, just has a couple lines, but did it make you feel something to be watching the show and it's someone that we've talked to? Yeah, it's really cool. Like, obviously, Joel, but that's like a big one. It, it, this is cool. It's yeah. Super cool. I feel the same way now seeing Garrett. It's totally. really cool because we've like talked to those people and they're real it's people. It's super cool. Yeah. Sorry, I just had to toot our own horn for a second. Yeah. Honk. That's what my horn sounds like. How Actually, do you my feel, horn goes. Uh, the show Honk! doesn't do a ton in the future with Jeff. Jesus. <laughs> um, Sorry, I wasn't intentionally show... interrupting you there. There was like a, a skip in time. There was for me too. Uh, th- so, so did Jeff- my Auga just oh come out of nowhere? God, just let me say it. <laughs> so, Jeff. So, my horn. Teacher, it's something that the show puts a lot of stake into in this episode, and then it's kind of not mentioned a ton the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Do you think, would you have rather had a season that's like the Jeff Teacher season? Or a little bit. I would have been fine with the study group. Get back to the shenanigans. Yeah. I would have been fine with the study group having more adventures without Jeff because mm. Jeff is having his own teacher adventures that may involve one or two of the study group members for some reason or another. But I think that you couldn't have Annie be in his class for the whole season. I yeah, think that, that he kind of has to do that away from them, but can use mm-hmm. their help on things sometimes. Sure. But yeah. That's the one thing that feels a little bit weird is what the other members of the study group are really, really doing here anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, they kind of covered it last episode, but it, that's the one thing where I'm like, these guys feel like they shouldn't be hanging around. But whatever. Yeah. It's a sh- I'm glad there's six seasons of Community, so I'm not going to harp on that too much. Uh, as much as I like the scene in the classroom, I almost like more the scene of Jeff walking through the halls and oh, all yeah. of the, like... The, the tide has changed now that he's a teacher and not a student. He's not really the cool guy that gets to stroll through the halls calling out everyone and saying whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can't say f*** you to Leonard anymore. He can't uh, uh, hit on those bodacious babes anymore. Yeah. Because he's supposed to be an authority figure. Mm-hmm. I really like the nameless students that come up and are like, check out what this teacher is doing <laughs> to this student as if they just like know everything. Yeah. That's a funny little scene before Jeff walks into his new office, which he learns that he's going to share with a cantankerous old man, a veteran, uh, 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 a true hero to our country, one Jonathan Banks portraying Professor Buzz Hickey. I don't know. I can't really put words to why I think this character is so funny, Mm -hmm. but I think he fills the Pierce gap in a totally different yet similar way. He has this kind of anger almost kind of it's always sunny-esque energy sure i like the way that he yells at people i like the weird details about him he's just a really interesting character that we don't know anything about Mm -hmm. so like he can have done anything and we get these little glimpses at it that i think are really really funny what do you think of here's what i'm gonna say because i'm gonna hearken to breaking bad for a moment which you and i zach know how much we care about that show and better call saul jonathan banks is yeah as good as my issue 
with his character mm-hmm. in Breaking Bad and why it took a long time for me to like him mm-hmm. is because he's such a gruff, cantankerous person that like even when he's like pushing his little granddaughter yeah, on the he swing, looks he's like upset. Ugh. Yeah, but sure. this version, who is a very similar. Could be like flip sides of the same coin, you know. They're they're like he cracks jokes, he smiles, yeah, he draws f-ing ducks. Like that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. How do you not like somebody who draws ducks? And publishers are interested. That means that he has drawn ducks and sent these pictures to people. Since like the eighties, I'm thinking. yeah, and then my like, thought. This I got something here. Newspaper right? comics aren't a thing anymore. They've been giving the same one since the and you 80s. can't just start one with a duck. You need more than that. It just can't be like a singular picture of your duck and they're like that's one of those things that as we're watching the season you've got to watch because they we get little glimpses of Jim the duck throughout the season. That's great. And there's like it's always a running joke that like every comic ends with him with Jim the duck saying, "What the hell?" And I don't know. <laughs> It's really, really funny. It's a character beat that I love. And they mentioned it on the commentary, which I was really happy to hear about. The way that they got to that was that originally Jeff was going to walk in and Buzz was making, like, his own beef jerky, like, in his office. (laughs) Yeah. And they had this whole conversation that that was, like, verging too close into, like, Ron Swanson territory. Mm -hmm. So they just pulled something out of their ass, which was this. And it's the best character beat. It makes him so much more interesting. Yeah. But we're not even to that yet. We'll talk about Jim in a little bit. Now they're just introducing each other. I like his whole vibe of this, like, seasoned teacher that doesn't really give a shit but also knows that his job is serious and matters. So when yeah. Jeff is very lackadaisically strolling into this job, when he's like, yeah, teaching to make ends meet, huh? I think all that's really funny. And it's a very human interaction, I think. I think that's one. Th- I think Buzz Hickey is really funny, and he's very human. He seems like just a regular yeah. guy. His The things that are funny about him aren't punchlines it's just like him well and i I, find that very very funny i like that not i don't i don't think the joke going into the uh, theme song is very funny but what i do like is that in another way that he's kind of filling the whole pierce left this is another person that jeff can see himself in in the future what he'll become if he doesn't change yeah and i think that this show does well to have a character like that to keep jeff grounded in the fact that he needs to be improving as a person Well, one thing that's great about Community is as it has its troubled history, it pretty much knocks it out of the park every time they try to introduce a new character to fill a Mm -hmm. gap that does fill that gap without making you think, oh, it's just Pierce again, because Hickey's not Pierce at all. Yeah. Now we're at the study table, and I'm noticing we're at the point where really the study group and the study table doesn't really matter that much anymore. Yeah. Like, obviously, the, t- the table is always the home, and we're going to always be around the table, but they're not, like, getting together to study. The Save Greendale Committee thing comes a little bit later that gives them a reason to be around the table. But I don't know. It kind of – it almost feels like for the first time in the show's history, I'd rather be, like, letting them go off and do their things mm-hmm. in the episode – not to say that this isn't funny. I do love Abed's table stuff. And Troy reacting to it to take his cup off of it after he first, like, downplays it. I think it's really funny. Yeah. Let's do a little Donald watch since we're uh, sadly getting very close to the end of, of Donald Glover's 
run on community. Uh, Troy doesn't do a lot in this episode. He has some funny lines. Really, really funny lines. But I get the vibe in this episode that they only had Donald for a day or two. Yeah. And that a lot of his stuff, not here, but in the classroom scene, some of it feels really inserted or like they only had him one day, so they just put him in that Mm -hmm. plot line. Uh, I'm missing Troy already while he's still here. Speaking of Donald. Third season of Atlanta just started. I haven't gotten to watch it yet, but I'm really looking forward to watching it. I still haven't even seen the second season. Second season was really weirder than the to. first, but still Which really I'm good. so for. I heard yeah. the third season like premiere was no different, that it's weird as shit. Oh, cool. I'm excited. That show's weird as shit, but I love it. The study group are all talking about the new dynamic with Jeff as a teacher. Uh, it's kind of brought up a little clunkily, but it's brought up that Hickey is Annie's criminology professor. Uh, and, and Jeff is really in and out of remembering, forgetting he's a teacher, if yeah. he's going to do anything about it. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I do kind of feel like the show did, like, just push that all to the side instead of, like, doing something with Jeff's character with mm-hmm. it. Not that I needed a whole, like, Jeff gets a passion for teaching storyline. No. <laughs> I liked the Mythbusters joke. I can't pretend to be teaching somebody. I'm not Mythbusters. Yeah, I thought that was funny, too. Abed brings up the Nicolas Cage class. Uh, what do you think of this plot line? Do you think it's as classic as everybody does? Oh, yeah. I think it's hilarious. As somebody who grew up an avid Nicolas Cage cinema enjoyer, I, I really like this. So Jeff, uh, after Annie reminds him painfully that he is a teacher now and can just do whatever he wants and take blow-off classes like the two-day course, Nicolas Cage, good or bad <laughs> for the rest of his friends, uh, just as that happens, the dean comes in to – I don't really know what what he's doing this for, dun, you know, this whole – where he, dun, like, dresses dun, Jeff. and dun. It's not like it's his – It's not his graduation. That's why it doesn't make sense, but I don't care. It's so funny. And, like, it, it's not – he's already, like, taught a class, so it's not, like, the very, very beginning <laughs> of his teaching. It's an interesting choice. They talked on the commentary also, and I was glad to hear it, that they really made a conscious choice to – not just make the dean be the guy who puts on a dress and that's funny. Mm-hmm. That they really wanted to put effort into making him weird for all kinds of reasons, not yeah. just that. And I think they do that in a stellar way in this episode. Oh yeah, the there's dean a few. I really even was forgetting funny. how many little dean lines that like keep going that are so funny. <laughs> Jeff's dead face. Joel is so good at that. He does not move. His line of sight does not move. He's not going to acknowledge what's happening, but he knows he can't do anything about it. The My favorite part is that he pushes up his eyebrow so he looks as if in thought. And wait, and really the only reason he's doing this is so he can come in and tell everyone how excited he is to be learning Excel. He's like finally trying to learn some stuff to run the school better. The dean of the school, the management of the school, the guy who has, who's got the keys to the car... He doesn't know how to use Microsoft And who has been running the school for, like, a while now. It's a really funny bit. I really like the Excel thing. <laughs> well, it looks <laughs> Jeff, like do you, you know do. Excel? Yeah. That Jeff and Dean moment, the yay teaching, that would have been a way better cut to theme song. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. If we're Honestly, community, it almost seems like right this should have been the start of the episode. And then the classroom scene afterwards. Huh. Yeah, you're. I agree with that. Because that would make that whole thing make a little more sense. Yeah. 
Okay, so we're cutting to the Nicolas Cage class. Let's talk about the return of Professor Garrity. Again, almost kind of like that. Troy. He doesn't get a ton to do in this episode. Yeah. But he still brings that like weird quirk that Garrity always has that, that makes me glad that it's him that they've brought back for this instead of just some random guy. They obviously wanted to bring back Steven Toblowski, who was mm-hmm. the who's the boss professor, but he was not able to do it. Sure. Do you have any hot Nicolas Cage takes? Do you think he is good? Do you think he is bad? Or do you just enjoy him? I think he's both. I have seen a lot of Nicolas Cage movies in my time, Zach. A lot. Some that I shouldn't have, but I've seen, seen a lot. You've seen more than I have. I've only seen a handful, really. Really? I've but never I have seen, seen good ones. The one that I want to see really bad is Pig, where he's like the pig oh, yeah. guy. That looks A lot great. of people are putting that at like best movies of 2021 list. Yeah, stuff. I really want to see that. I think that Nicolas Cage can accidentally be a great actor sometimes not even accidentally i think he can be a great actor he's got the whole bruce willis thing going on i don't think bruce willis has a bad movie oh well that's not true no no but listen to me bruce Bruce willis put out like 15 movies last year yeah all great you haven't heard of a single one of them well, but he, us actually, in, in Bruce Willis news, he did just step away from acting. I know. I was going to bring yeah. that up. He's Sorry, got a, aphasia. he's got something going on where he's, and I don't really know a lot about aphasia, but it explained that it, it makes it hard to understand people and to, mm-hmm. to, to explain yourself. So I, I don't have any bad vibes for Bruce Willis. I, I hope No, I think you do. Talk about sense. why you hate Bruce Willis. Talk, I don't. Tell the people right now, Zach, guys, why you Bruce hate Willis Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is one of those guys that like, he is a great actor, but he'll take any job to keep busy Mm -hmm. and especially as he's gotten older and he's done it longer he can't really feign the passion anymore he can't pretend to be so excited about you know what i mean so he kind of phones in some of his performances yeah i think nick cage does too i think nick cage also picks terrible movies sometimes like why does he say yes? He's got to buy more dinosaur bones. I guess. <laughs> you know about all that shit? Yeah. Doesn't he have like a super expensive dinosaur bone? I really like this whole uh, – yeah, he does. He like I, – I just saw a thing about him the other day that was – he had it and then like a historical society asked for it back. So he gave it back and then he never got like any money for it. Oh my but god. he bought it for like millions of dollars. That's great. Um, Garrity, I really like this whole – Please promise me you will be careful, Abed Nadir, when he's talking about getting into the Nicolas Cage thing. I don't think Nicolas Cage is a bad actor, but I certainly don't see, oh, the new Nicolas Cage movie. I've got to check that one out. See, I do, but not for the right reasons. Did you ever see his uh, adaptation of the book Left Behind? Yeah, Kirk Cameron movies? Hell yeah. I saw the Nick Cage one. High budget. Um. Okay, well, there's this movie coming out, like, now... I don't even know the title correctly. It's like the importance of being something or something. It's but it's oh, like where the guy him, hires him to he plays come, himself. Yeah, something. that looks f-ing great. It looks hilarious. I would like to see that. It looks really funny. I like that Nicolas Cage made Knowing and Numbers, and they're almost the same. And Next, and they're almost all the same movie. Well, he knows his lane. Yeah, Gone in sixty seconds is great. Jeff in. Hickey walking to the cafeteria. I really like all of this stuff. I like Hickey kind of showing Jeff the ropes of like what he can get away with now that he's a teacher. And I really, really love whatever's going on between Hickey and Leonard throughout all of this. It's great. <laughs> Leonard saying, hey, Winger, this is the line for the cafeteria, not for Lionel Richie tickets. <laughs> this is my house. <laughs> 
I really like Leonard in this Leonard's episode. Great I think he has episode. the funniest lines he's had of the whole series in mm-hmm. this one. And I love Okay, so apparently they they said on the commentary that on on set Jonathan Banks is not 100% unlike some of the frustrations of Chevy Chase. Mm-hmm. That he is a professional. He does things the way that he wants to. He doesn't really take direction well. And apparently, like, some of this animosity between him and Richard Erdman is real. Oh, my like, God. Jonathan, that, like, Richard Erdman was, like, 90 at this point. Yeah. And I guess that he would, like, ad-lib a bunch and kind of, like, do the raspberry, blow a raspberry thing a lot because he doesn't always, like, know his line. Yeah. Like, 100% where he is. And Jonathan Banks would be like, who is this guy? What the f*** is he doing? <laughs> or, like, that they were doing a back and forth, like, in their scene and, and Leonard's said not his Richard said not Leonard's line and and Jonathan was just like now why the f- would he say that or like that <laughs> I love just the thought of these two old white dudes That's just not getting hilarious. along on the set of the sitcom that they're guest starring on <laughs> but I really like this whole exchange I love that uh, really Jonathan Banks doing this whole interrogation to Leonard and and uh not interrogation but what's the what's the word I'm looking for what's the phrasing um, intimidation. There we go. This intimidation of Leonard that he's doing, taking the man's meatball, ending up with the man's earring. Uh, it's really funny. Leonard's, please, that's all I have. Like, he's a f***ing Oliver Twist orphan. <laughs> it's some of the funniest stuff. So after that, after they show each other their baboon asses, uh, <laughs> we go to the teacher's lounge where Jeff learns that the teacher's lounge in Greendale is really nice. They have yeah. alcohol. They have, like, granite countertops. They have nicer chairs. Uh, what do you think about this? Do you think I this think is it's a really funny. funny. I don't think we ever see it again, and I kind of wish we would. No, and I think one of the funniest parts is Chang being in there. I think is really good. Yeah, I love this whole where before it kind of was the like, how could you let Chang still be around after everything he's done? I love what they're doing now. Where they're I just do like, too. No, he's just here. We're not going <laughs> to talk about it. He's just always around. After the little Chang moment that's funny, the dean shows up, and that's when we get the whole, while he's trying to intimidate Jeff, and I don't know why I'm saying everyone's intimidating each other, (laughs) when he's trying to get Jeff to come learn Excel with him, and he learns that there's this really strict no dean rule in the teacher's lounge, and that's the most Jeff has ever been interested in teaching. Yeah. I close the door. Jeff's so mean to the dean. He just wants to Just let him One time. Just, Just come on. I think the dean would settle for some heavy petting. But he does that all the time. <laughs> we cut to the apartment, and uh, most of the other members of the study group are watching Nicolas Cage with Abed. And, the and sound the effects. On all their faces, the sound effects. I can't do it as well. You were doing it pretty well earlier. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, no. Really like oh. In, in those movies. Yeah, every, every line Nicolas Cage says either whispered or yelled, and you never know what it's going to be. And it's like the ones that should be whispered are yelled and vice versa. We have to save the Declaration of Independence. No! He's not saving it. He's stealing it, Steven. You have to steal the Declaration of Independence to save. Well, that one you would whisper. That'd be one you don't want to yell because everyone around you would hear. Well, that's what you'd think, Zach. But he's trying to tell a big crowd of people. And he was saying that (laughs) very quietly. Like, well, I guess I have to do it by myself now. (laughs) I thought these 100 bystanders would Then fine! (laughs) Adaptation is a really good Nicolas Cage film. And he plays twins in it. Nice. I haven't seen that that one. It's a good one. 
I love Con Air. That's probably my favorite Nicolas Cage movie. I have not seen Con Air. Con Air is really good. Face Off is great. Abed, you can see he's just overanalyzing this, and while everyone else is Ghost kind of, Rider. yeah, this is weird, Abed's like, but why is it weird? Or is it good weird? Or is it bad weird? And this is, they have the really smart uh, uh, back and forth where Abed tells them all of the different types of actors. Every actor is something. Robert Downey Jr., good. Jim Belushi, bad. Van Damme, the good kind of bad. Johnny Depp, the bad kind of good. There's a spectrum, and Cage is on it. I just have to find him. I think good actors can give shitty performances and do frequently, yeah. and vice versa. Totally. I mean... I mean, just look at Steven's performance in the bedroom last night. Yeah. I was phoning it in. Just collecting that check. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Well, Zach, it only took... Oh, shit. I keep hitting... I need to figure out a better place to put this. I keep whacking my... You can't your see baldo. it. Your baldo. <laughs> I, keep, I keep on whacking my baldo. It's just sitting here. Yeah, it was here. weird. If, they, if they're going to give us the money to sponsor us, we have to wear one the whole time we're recording. <laughs> and it's just it's part of the rules. really uncomfortable. I feel like I've got my tail between my legs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to pull up a picture of it. <laughs> Please do. Can that be the, the thumbnail for this episode? Is just a baldo? It shouldn't be. And he calls Jeff to get out of the Nicolas Cage thing because, I, I mean, I guess I see this whole, like, Annie always gravitates towards Jeff, but I don't see a lot of romance in it other than, I don't know. I feel like Jeff negs Annie. I don't feel like I see it in Jeff at all. No, I don't even see it in Annie this episode really either because she's, she just gets pissed because she cares Jeff about is school partying. Yeah. and teaching way more than she cares about getting with Jeff. It has way more to do with how she feels about the rules than about yeah. Jeff. But this phone call doesn't make uh, Annie feel any better about the situation, so we're going to see soon where that gets Jeff, how much Jeff is just partying and not caring. Yeah. I like the next scene that that cuts to where now instead of being, like, berated by the students for being creepy, he's, like, fist bumping all the teachers and, like, joking with them, telling kids not to run. Getting the planet Earth up and ready for the class. (laughs) See, it was always Bill Nye the Science Guy for us. Yeah, I always saw Bill Nye the Science Guy. And I loved Bill Nye the Science Guy. Yeah, Bill Nye the Science Guy is great. Big fan. I still will. I don't know. It's always that a, same f-ing episode about calories. i Eve marathoning okay. Bill Nye the Science Guy. Hell yeah. I love that show. I only know the word epidermis because of Bill Nye the Science Guy. Nice. And that's on God. So Jeff shows up waiting to like half-ass or not even half-ass his way through another class and and this is kind of the sitcom cheesy, like, of course, they did this type of thing. But mm-hmm. it works for me in this context that Annie is joining his class not to learn about law, but to kind of police and lifeguard what Jeff's doing as a teacher. Yeah. And that just sucks all the fun out of it for Jeff. So then after the class, Jeff is just trying to get everyone out of there, give him something easy. But Annie is just, yeah, just not doing a great job here just being like but actually everybody do this and yeah if another student gave me homework i would not do it i know can you imagine if someone else in the class i'd be like, like shut the f- up no <laughs> there were kids that would be like this teacher sucks and we should be learning more but if that kid was also like and make sure you read chapter three by tomorrow because i'm gonna yeah. ask you about it I don't know about that. That a couple of specific people always come to mind in my head from middle school, more so middle school. I didn't pay enough attention in high school to know who was like this, but in middle school, who would like remind the teacher that we had homework or would like ask for like I had someone one time ask for like a packet for extra practice on something, and I was like, "Bitch, practice on your own. Don't fucking make me practice this shit, you raggedy bitch. Get out of here." (laughs) They haven't thought about the smell. They haven't. You've thought about the smell. 
It is kind of cute the way Annie's like, I assume you know why I called you after class. Annie basically just points out what we all already know. That <laughs> Jeff is an idiot when it comes to law. What? Because in the background, Chang I, and the teacher are I think that is so it. funny when Chang and uh, the other guy and the science teacher are back there f***ing dancing in one lab coat. I don't know why that makes me laugh so hard, but that really got me when I was watching it. I rewound to watch it again. It's though. like, really? Yeah. It's like Jeff's a kid, even though he's the teacher. And it's like, don't look over there. Look at me. I'm talking mm -hmm. to you. You know what I mean? I think that's funny. Not Annie giving him a stack of books <laughs> to read on law. I wish Troy was in my class instead of you. <laughs> one. Again, yeah, I like this. We're back to the cafeteria. And Hickey now is this guy that Jeff is going to mm -hmm. and asking for advice. And, and Hickey's kind of trying to, to tell him that, you know, if, if if you're friends, she shouldn't be in your class because, like, shit like this is going to happen. Yeah. You can't be friends with your students because well, it's going to be weird. And this episode is really clever with how they kind of, like you were saying, they flip the student-teacher thing, right? Because the teachers are the ones here now sitting at the cafeteria plotting how to, like, get back at this mm -hmm. stickler for their classes. Which is probably true. Yeah. Obviously, I don't believe the whole minuses aren't real thing, but it's a very funny joke that... Teachers just pick the students that they don't like and they want to f*** them over and don't want to give them the satisfaction of an A or yeah. a B. So take the minus. I really like how they literally have Leonard's meatballs. They're literally <laughs> stealing his meatballs for their lunch. And that even his earring is hanging in the meatball somehow. I never saw the, the earring leave his ear. Or was it just that we only saw him wearing one and never saw the No, the one? joke is that he was saying that Leonard was the meatballs. Oh, I have never seen it that way. I, I get it now. Yeah. He was like, they added something special. And he was like, it's Leonard. And then... I had never thought of it that way. I just thought I added something special. Like, I also stole the asshole's earring. Here you go. <laughs> I never looked at it that way. That's funny. Leonard shows up. I, such a, I, I cook he's the such dog. A kid. He's a little kid. What do you say? You're eating... <laughs> Dennis, Dennis. You're eating Dennis. I cooked the dog. That's a great episode mm -hmm. of that show. I like that Leonard's a little kid and he's just like, could I please have my earring back? And Hickey's like, yeah, <laughs> throws it. Go get it. So mean. <laughs> the way that Leonard like looks at him, looks at the earring, looks at him, looks at the... It's funny. <laughs> Richard Erdman is a, is a saint. Back in Abed's apartment, we're getting closer to a freakout situation. He's got... Like the, uh, uh, what's the name for The Sunny? web? What's the name? Story web? No, what's Spider's the name web? on It's Always Sunny? It's Always Pepe Sunny Sylvia. in Philadelphia. Yes. If you said spider web or web, <laughs> one more f***ing talks. Like, Worldwide no, name, web? Not the name. <laughs> he's got this Pepe Sylvia thing all over his place, and he's getting really close to a breakdown with this Nicolas Cage thing. It's looking like he definitely watched more than just five movies. <laughs> yeah. There's only it's a two day course. There are only so many hours in the day, Steven. Yeah. You can only watch so much Nick Cage. You'd have to have multiple screens. Here's what I want to talk about. Here we get the first little break where Abed is just going too hard explaining himself or or why he's in so deep and for a second he cracks and the Nicolas Cage comes out and for the first time he does the oh 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 mm -hmm. and I don't know if i love abed doing that you don't like the it mr feels... crocker but with nicholas cage thing <laughs> that's funny not that it's not not that it's fairly odd parents yeah not that it's not funny and not that danny doesn't do a good job 
but I just feel like it's too easy of a joke and doesn't quite fit with Abed's personality. Seeing him do that stuff, it feels like Danny doing it, not Abed doing mm. it to me. It, I like it. I do see what you're saying, though, but it made and me And most laugh. people do like it, so I, I'm mm. not saying that it's bad because I know most people love it. I've just always felt a little bit like it, it's funny, but it's not, like, deeply funny. Sure. It's like, I don't know. It's surface-level funny. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the look on Abed's face right after it happens, though. It's just immediate shock and regret. We've all been there. Yeah. Then the next thing, you know, Annie does her whole, yeah, her, Jeff's like, let's break into groups. And Annie's like, are you sure that's what we should be doing? And Jeff's like, F- you, yeah. <laughs> and this is the type of thing where, like, there are moments in this episode that there isn't a ton to say about. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't discount how much I love this episode. Because when you're watching it at a fast pace, the jokes just boom, 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 boom. You don't really care about yeah. the plot in this episode. That's why There's not a lot of plot to talk about. Yeah. It's just so f- funny well and i like that the rest of the class was clearly tired of annie's shit too they're like how the fuck did you win an argument with annie we fucking hate her how do you do that mm-hmm. he's like he's like this is also where stuff. once she leaves once jeff like puts her down and wins the argument he begins like teaching on accident which of course is what jeff would end up doing he's yeah. so full of himself and loves to talk so much that of course he's gonna start lecturing the people just because it's who he is then being like oh shit let me write this down real quick okay guys here's the circle this is one of the funniest jokes in all of <laughs> when Jeff walks up to Annie and is like, are you okay? What's going on? And Annie's like, look at what my criminology professor gave me. And it's the, you're next rat with a knife through it. It's like, that's awful. Is he going to kill you? No, look what he gave me. And it's just that he got, she got an A minus on her witness. <laughs> witness intimidation. intimidation. Hey, there we go. That's an intimidate there. for you. Intimidation. I, I just really wanted it. That's one of the funniest jokes in all of community. Yeah. It's such a weird non sequitur <laughs> joke that, like, of course, a Greendale uh, criminology class would make them do shit like that. So That's funny. really funny. That made me that made me like spit my water out. Yeah. I do really like the only like other people we get, you know, the moments that we get that actually give any reason to Shirley, Britta, and Troy being in the class, other than just giving them a scene to be in. I love when they were all talking about their thoughts on Nick Cage and Britta goes into her like, well, you know, we're fed this information. And he's like, yeah, okay, thanks. <laughs> but again, season five is bringing punching bag. But Britta right I don't think that's punching bag Britta. I think that's Britta being obnoxious and the teacher being over it. Not them saying, Britta, you stupid dumbass. Well, you just said it. I don't we're think all thinking it. <laughs> Abed, the way he walks in clutching his book as he's clearly gone through everything, this is when Garrity really shines during Mm -hmm. this when he's like, everybody back, give him room, give him time. And nobody's doing anything. They're all just sitting in their desks. And there's another point later on when he's really freaking out where where Garrity gives like a hand like, let's see where this goes. Like nobody's doing anything. It's great. He's just like – so Abed's really uh, having a break. And honestly, if we're taking this in face value – is what's happening here kind of uh is it a little oh man i lost the word i was intimidate is is it a little insensitive of abed's potential condition like mental condition um for him to, i like, think it highlights have, like a thing like any this. sort of obsessive compulsion that abed has but i don't think that it's necessarily like poking fun at his obsessive personality on things I really hope 
that someone else on this pod that listens to this podcast other than me is able to pick up how genius your relation to Abed doing Nicolas Cage being like Professor or Mr. Crocker from the Fairly Odd mm-hmm. Parents because that's all I could see now because he's it's so great, tense right? and like shaking. Isn't it the it same? Steps out of him. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny, and I'm really glad you said that. And you said it Thank you. so fast that I hope people didn't miss it. And yeah. if if people know that character, I think they'll see it. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot for us to like say about Abed's thing. It's just a brilliant performance by Danny. I think it, it and sure. he fully committed. Well, this is one of those things that you I'm absolutely have cat. to, or it's not gonna work. <laughs> Just keep going. Oh, 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 I'm a cat. I'm a sexy cat. Oh, oh. Has there ever been a movie where Nicolas Cage refers to himself as a sexy cat? I don't think so, but I love it. And after it happens again, he realizes what he just did and runs off. And Troy has to chase after him. Good friend Troy moment. Good friend Troy. Abed, I'm coming. Abed, I'm coming. And then it's really funny. There's like this silence. There's this air in the whole room. Everybody's like, what the f*** just happened? And the professor's like, that was brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Another Jeff and Hickey scene. You know, I really feel like, and we'll get to Jim the Duck in a second. Don't worry, buddy. Well, I think that the Jeff and Hickey dynamic is probably the best thing of this episode, honestly. I like it. And I'm really loving on Hickey this episode. I do feel like in future episodes I'll say, yeah, he's funny, but they don't use him as much. Mm-hmm. I think in this episode specifically, they build him up as a really important new character. Yeah, they do. And they really make him work with Jeff. Like, Jeff spends way more time with Hickey than he does any other character, and it doesn't feel misplaced at all. No, it's what you need. I think that Hickey is a character that, like you said, they do a great job of introducing new characters that then become very important. So Jeff tries to pull up the easel. He's like, yeah, don't look at that. Don't look at that. And Jonathan Banks has so many great lines in this one. I've seen people use human heads for something other than a head. I love the way that yeah. he says all these lines. And Jeff totally has this energy of like, oh, yeah, I'm a bad teacher. Well, I just talked to a class for 30 minutes. Yeah. I think I know what I'm doing now. Maybe I'll start doing this. And it's only a matter of time before the the yelling leads to, but what's actually under that easel, this duck of the ear drawing. He he did see the duck, and he points it out. I love the way that they frame this, because the page is covered just enough so you can kind of yeah. see where the duck is. And he is so hurt. He is. It's so clear that this duck character, and I relate to things like this, mm-hmm. it's like so important to him and antithetical to him. But he, like, is so embarrassed of it that he yeah. doesn't want anybody else to see it. And I think it's hilarious. I'm a Jim the Duck stan. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm I all about Jim the Duck. All the shit you see behind me, Zach, ripping it down. It's all, it's gonna all be Jim, Jim the, the Duck. The duck. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any favorite uh, newspaper cartoons? I really actually like the Garfield strips. I always thought they were really funny. I love Peanuts. Peanuts is probably my favorite. And then Family Circus is fine, too. I like that one. Family Circus is kind of a good one. That's on. Mm-hmm. That's an underrated one. Yeah. I yeah. when I was a kid, I used to read the comics every Sunday because my grandpa would get I the did paper. Too. And do you ever do the silly do the putty comics. thing? Huh? Do you ever do the silly putty thing? No, but I always saw that shit when I like got older. I, feel like like I could never shit. get it to work, but you like stretch out the silly putty and you push it down on the newspaper, and then it like shows the comic on the silly putty. That's cool. I guess. Also, should we, should like we play be playing with, with a toy what was the that can strip buddy? ink? I don't know. What? I think that we were all a bunch of anxious f-ing kids and didn't know it, so we needed something to like stimulate our. <laughs> squeeze, we're squeeze, like, squeeze, ah! squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds kind of nice, actually. Yeah, it does. 
I do that when we're recording because I get antsy. I'll like grab something on my desk and play with it for forever mm-hmm. and then be like, I probably shouldn't be squeezing this. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> I need to get something like that. Like a, I need a to be, uh, maybe I'll become a fidget spinner kid Hell while yeah. we finish the podcast. I wanted a fidget cube. Those look cool as shit. There were like eight different things on there. I could be entertained for so long. Never have to pay attention to anything ever again. Can't you see I'm f***ing spinning? I'm fidgeting, yo. <laughs> that was so annoying in yeah. school when those were so popular. Okay, so Jeff walks up to Britta, Troy, and Annie, and it, uh, gives them the information like, hey, don't get pissed off about the minus. Minuses aren't real. Teachers just give it to you when they don't like you. <laughs> and of course, uh, the rest of them are upset by that, or at least Troy like agrees to be upset with it too. Yeah. Much. At two, Brute? Correctly. <laughs> and I don't know. I'm not smart enough to know if he is. You know, Do I've you had know? somebody use that on me, like actually say it and mean it. What does it actually mean? Okay, so it comes from the story of Julius Caesar, Zach, where okay. Brutus, or Brute in Latin, or French sure. or so, um, Brutus betrays Caesar, and they're like close uh-huh. friends, and he's like, you too, Brutus? Like, even you are betraying oh. me? Someone said that to you? Yeah. And they... And they meant meaning it. Meaning, like, even you, Steven? They said, et tu, Brute? And they meant it. They said it through tears. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. When I tell you what it was, you're going to laugh even harder. I feel like I already know who it was. <laughs> yeah, maybe. it can only be one person. Yeah, so I... Ever since then, Don Cheadle and I just haven't been able to be in the same room. <laughs> Even you, Steven. <laughs> okay, so everyone gets good and pissed, and Annie runs into the, the student body at large, and all they need to hear is, hey, minuses are made up, and Neil, it's riot time. They don't, they're like at any second, at no, they any were moment, ready. ready to drop and riot about anything. Mm-hmm. I've lost your sound again. I can't hear you. <laughs> this is like the fourth time this has happened today. I'm just getting too uh, worked up. I know. I keep smacking excited. my pop filter. I have an excuse. I'm in a new space, Zach. I'm in a new mental space. Uh. I'm in a new uh, astral <laughs> space. So it's kind of the same. I kind of moved too, in a way. Garrett throwing over the book rag and throwing it, shaking it Magnitude around. Magnitude breaking <laughs> I love that they're like, yeah, we got to call in Luke Youngblood for this one just to come in. We got to get that one money shot with them. Oh, we'll you yell the pop, it. pop. You got to get it. What do you think about this? The way that Abed's story is resolved and the way that Shirley is used to resolve it. Shirley, a character who is kind of uh, forgotten about in this episode for the yeah. most part. I think it's kind of, of funny. Here, she's the one that comes to Abed. Yeah, it's and sweet they, like, that she went to go check on Abed. It is. I think it's kind of funny that she's like trying to take this as a moment to like teach him about evangelize God. to him and he's like that's not gonna happen but <laughs> which is funny but it is a little annoying to me because similar to the Britta thing it's another case of like oh my god Shirley has other aspects yeah of she her does life. she has other opinions she can help her people without being like and can I make you love Jesus now they've been friends for five yeah. years I do like at the end though when we find out that Shirley's like a Hellraiser fan that was cute see I don't know I I and I do really like this episode. I've made that pretty clear. But something about this whole scene feels like they really, really didn't know how to end the episode. Sure. Or end this storyline. And they worked really hard to get to this point. And then it feels like a jumbled ending that took a long time to get to. Yeah. Kind of. Whereas the the riot thing is just perfect. It's mm-hmm. the perfect way to bring that storyline to a head. And if you don't like the A story... 
that this is where it leads is incredible. This yeah. Is like, this is like one of the most classic community moments of all time right here. Garrett's got a f***ing fire axe. We've mentioned Neil with his battle plank. As much and, as, uh, as we don't like the dumb Brita jokes, the whole world is watching this. And this is like, oh, wait, I'm out of data minutes. That is funny. That Well, that is funny. It's funny when characters do something that make them look stupid. Mm -hmm. It's not funny when after that, the everyone else is like, you idiot, yeah. you dumb, dumb, dumb bitch. Dumb. You know what I mean? They just let it slide and let it be funny. Well, because let's look at the other side of that. Troy and Britta are way more similar than you would think in the way that they mm -hmm. say those like non sequitur things that make them sound stupid. Yeah. No one's ever like, Troy, you idiot. Yeah, Everyone's like, we love Troy. Mm-hmm. Some misogyny. It is right there, right there. Slightly higher grades. Slightly <laughs> higher grades. And then I actually do really like Jeff's winger speech that he gives here. That the whole speech is about guys. We're all here because we suck. Yeah. Uh, if you're mad at someone else's if that's here, you should also be mad at yourself because you're just as bad. I don't know. I like the way that he brings this all together. He doesn't really solve anything, and everyone's still mad anyway. Yeah. But as always, the winger speech feels like it's also kind of the creators of the show talking to mm -hmm. us at the same time through Jeff. I really like the line, take it from me, because those of us who get to leave aren't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. I, I like how the Dean keeps getting, uh, he keeps trying to get Jeff to Take off your shirt. Him. Take off your shirt. <laughs> oh, they're still angry. <laughs> Do, go with the shirt plan. But no, it doesn't work out. Jeff is is learning that being mm -hmm. a teacher is harder than he thought. Everyone throws food at him. It's really funny. He doesn't take off his shirt. Maybe it would have helped. Maybe they would have stopped. Might have. Well, we if Tim Tam's theory is correct, Annie would have shut the whole thing down if the shirt came off. We cut to the Dean and Jeff in the office, and uh, the Dean's like, and that, I think, is why they call it Excel, because they're all these <laughs> cells that go together. And he's like, and I punched all these numbers in it, and I think we can reduce riots by 40%. Yeah, really like the U.S. government. After, yeah, after everything, we missed the joke. It's so hard to catch all of them, but uh, where the dean, like, he's where Jeff's in his speech is like, we ate a week of meatballs and nobody batted an eye, and he's like, that's on me. I just put everything in a spreadsheet. <laughs> that's why he needs to learn Excel because he picked up the meatballs. He's like, I can't let that happen again. I've got to say those those meatballs look big as hell. They no, look they look good. good. Those look like some hearty meatballs. They I could get like down with that. like some good meatballs. I like a meatball. I like mm -hmm. to make meatballs. I like meatballs. Meatballs. And, you know, it's the perfect way to, like, kind of see what the baldo is going to be like before you, like, mutilate your yeah. own body. Meatballs. Just put a, just pop a couple meatballs in there, slip it up your partner, and we'll, you'll see, see like if it's it. worth doing. Yeah. That's a one a big a pizza pie. Another thing that is really great in this episode is just whenever they highlight the Jeff and Dean dynamic, this whole, like, you know, I think you need to do the Save Greendale Committee thing for real, and I'm making you the head of it. And Jeff, just without thinking, I vote myself out. I think that's <laughs> really funny. I think Joel mm -hmm. gets some good funny stuff in this episode, being a sarcastic little little, little so-and-so without being unlikable. Yeah. I also actually quite like the moment where Hickey comes in and he tries to explain that, like, he, he lost sight of who the students were to the mm -hmm. teachers, and he even, like, tries to quit his job over it. And I also like the moment that he's like, and look, maybe I can't draw duck bills that great. Maybe <laughs> they're modeled after a beak. Who, whatever. 
He's really focused on the duck. The duck's really important to him. I like to think that the only thing keeping him from an actual, like, deal with a newspaper or whatever the <laughs> is is the is how pointy the bills are. They're like, it looks like a beak. He's like, what like, do you look, want from me? The content is incredible. You've been applying for 30 years. We love it. But the beaks just suck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we can't put this in print, man. I just love that this character, we're learning that he's had, like, a really storied and dark past with, like, being involved in wars. He's been a teacher for a long time. He's got health issues. He's struggled with mm -hmm. money. But yet, underneath all that, what he really is at his heart is a duck cartoonist. And I, I think that's just that's just good. It makes me feel good about the human race. Yeah. And I like the transition of him, like, going to quit. Jeff being like, I got a better idea. And then we cut to the study group where uh, Hickey is now Pierce. And it's a really funny visual seeing him at the table, like where Pierce usually is. I yeah. Think. He just like doesn't fit in. Step one. What was step one? They're like, step two, lunch. What was step lunch. one? Yeah. Um, welcoming Hickey to the committee. Step two, lunch. They all enjoy their lunch. They all pull it out. Let's not just look at Hickey's. Let's see what everybody is packing. I think everyone else has brown paper bags. I don't think anybody else takes anything. Out no, of I feel bag. like we see what's in Jeff's bag. And it's like the It's apple like salt and, and pepper. <laughs> what do you think his paste is? Oh, that's gotta be like some soup? You add water and it's soup? No, I think you just eat that and it's like flavored. Well he does just eat it, doesn't he? Yeah. But if that's the point, what's the need for the metal dishes? Wouldn't you just eat it straight from the tube? He's not an animal, Zach. No, Steven, what I'm thinking, because like Lily's family are some doomsday preppers. Uh-huh. You slurp that shit. They have like the MRI. I'm pretty sure that there are different meals that like you add water to. Or an MRE, like yes, because that is a did military. Did I say an MRI? You did. <laughs> um, those yeah, are like military I'm pretty rations. sure a f***ing MRI, you put water <laughs> all over it, and then it turns into the juiciest f***ing steak you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like some astronaut slurp shit. I really like the, are you the coolest person in the world? I doubt it. <laughs> Everything he says is just so grumpy and angry. It's but great. he like kind of is, despite Grump. himself, the, the coolest person in the world. And is that where the episode ends? Yeah. No. Oh, Britta's got a fruit. And he's got some juice. Jeff's got Jeff salt literally and does just have salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't know what I'm gonna have, but I know I'm not gonna like it the way it is. Or I think that's just what he's having. Ah, well, to keep that body. That's <laughs> a nothing but sodium diet. <laughs> that is the end of the episode. I like that the episode ends with the study group at the study table, but they're not like trying Studying. to jam yeah. it right back into what it used to be. It's not like the study group, the study table, but it is a nice moment of like this newly reformed group of friends plus a new old guy. This almost feels the like table. the repilot was relaunching the show, and this is the first episode of season five. I feel the same exact way. Mm -hmm. I think the repilot had to be the first episode because of certain yeah. things they chose to do. But I do think there's a version of season five of Community where they could have just dropped us right in. Jeff's a teacher yeah. now. This is what happened in the off season. Mm-hmm. But I don't dislike the repilot at all. I don't this either. Just, it just like, makes in me laugh so hard. And it feels a lot more like Community. Mm-hmm. Really good episode. Oh, of it's course that's not the end of the episode. Not even the end. Shit. Well, oh, first of all, do you think that Annie's, or not Annie, Britta's Asian-American line is funny? Not necessarily. I don't think not it's either. unfunny. I think Lily I and I it's... both kind of look at each other like, eh. Yeah. Like, I, I feel me. like part of inclusion means 
you look at a table of people and aren't like, we need to get an Asian in there so it looks okay. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how they're portraying Britta to be sometimes. Yeah, well, sure. I just also didn't think it was that funny. No, it wasn't. But the Dean song is perfect. It's so funny. The single tear going down his face. He's so (laughs) invested in Excel. It's the tag that ends the whole episode. And someone literally sang... Dan wrote the lyrics. Ludwig wrote the music and brought a French singer. And there's this beautiful... Did it have the subtitles for the lyrics when you were watching it? Yeah. It's really funny. I love it. It should have been like black and white and him smoking mm-hmm. a cigarette. That would have been really funny. Now we've got the end tag. Tim Tam said he doesn't like this end tag. Did I think this one's like so his least funny. Favorite? He said something like that. How is this not funny? It's the funniest. No, I think this is one of the funniest ones in the entire show. It really, really feels like they know that we've only got Troy and Abed for a little bit longer. What's like the craziest mess around they can do? So mm-hmm. they do something so incredibly unrealistic and, and unavoidable. <laughs> like, how? what do they Just seeing Troy in the chair. Even if they do just look like a tree in a chair, do you think he's just going to be like, yep, there's my tree and chair? <laughs> I love a lot of details about the costume. Like, why wouldn't they hide their faces, too, <laughs> if they're going to be listening in there? Why uh, did they – they keep saying, like, this is going to be hilarious. What was the rest of the plan? <laughs> what happens next? They're like, ah, we're people. It's not like Jeff's going to sit in the Troy chair. Oh, I didn't even th- – I always thought of it as them pranking Hickey, but they're trying to catch No, they said, they said, I think Jeff's coming. You're right. You're right. And <laughs> Hickey uh, just yelling at the lady on the phone. <laughs> What's your name? They were talking about that on the commentary too. That he wasn't exactly like supposed to yell every line, but that was like his <laughs> choice. It was supposed to be like very Nick Cage of him, and it is heart wrenching anyway. What's your name? Well, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Leah. I wake up every night screaming. <laughs> Troy, just his face in the chair without his hair or anything. It looks so weird. That's like some Atlanta shit right there. Yeah, it is. The, when, when Troy, like, well, first, he, he, like, cries and he's sad. But there's the moment where he, like, starts to take a step away. <laughs> and he keeps talking. He's like, nope, I got to go right back. Abed's <laughs> horrified. <laughs> That's really funny. And then he calls his mom afterwards. like, look, mom, I can't bury dad with the rest of the family. I got to get my Lipitor. <laughs> what is Lipitor? Is that like a heart medication? It's for heart medicine. Poor guy. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the episode. Man, that's the way to come back after a little break. That's the way to really get season five going before next week when we get to the f***ing ass crack bandit episode, which is going to be awesome. Uh, so let's do some MVP stuff. Let's do it. Do you have thoughts? I do have thoughts. I have a couple I- honorable mentions. I'll go first. My honorable mentions I'm going to give you. My honorable mentions I'm going to give to... Let me just say the thing I'm saying, Steven. <laughs> you should know <laughs> by now here. that I have the talking stick at all times. <laughs> I um, am the talking stick. For honorable mention, I'm going to give the Dean and also Abed some some props because they're both doing really great work. But for me, the star of this episode, you probably won't be that surprised to find out that it is one buzz Aldrin Hickey. Wow. I'm a big fan of the character. I love the dynamic that he brings into this show that is hemorrhaging parts and needs stuff like this to keep going. And I think he is absolutely the the puzzle piece that they needed to fit in with the rest of the show. I'm sad that they don't use him to his full extent later on, but that's what happens when you hire an actor who is on another show that takes up mm-hmm. a lot of his time. Um, this was filmed like right in between the end of Breaking Bad and before they started Better Call Saul. Wow. 
Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna give it to Hickey to, for this episode. What about you, buddy? Nice. I'm gonna give honorable mentions to Hickey and the Dean. Okay. Um, and then my MVP is Abed. I think this is a great Abed episode. I think the whole Nicolas Cage thing really works for me. I'm here for every every last drop of it. As an mm. honorable mention to Leonard because he was f-ing great. Leonard is really funny in this episode. Please, it's all I have. <laughs> Can I have my earring back now? Okay, well, I think we did it successfully. What a great return. I'm glad to be back. This was a lot of fun. I'm glad to keep going down this trek and uh, wrap up this this show that we love so much. I, You know, Zach, it, it was such a good feeling to be back here with you and nestled into your your bosom, just yep. ready to... Baldos at the ready. Ba- to baldos our <laughs> way through this next week. Okay, so next week we're going to be back. We're talking about basic intergluteal numismatics. That's the Ass Crack Bandit episode. Send us in your trivia, your episode MVP, and your favorite funny moment to can'tdisappointpodcast at gmail.com. If you like what we do here and you want to help support us to help us take it further as we wrap up community and move on to the future, patreon.com slash can'tdisappointpodcast is a place to do that. All kinds of cool, exclusive content. All the time over there. Brokeback Bebop, the pre-show. You know it. You love it. Give us your f***ing money already, okay? You've heard me Put say the money in the bag! Times. You've heard me say it a thousand times. I'll stop saying it if all of a sudden everybody that's listening is a patron. That'd be you great. You don't want to hear me say this at the end of every episode. Mm-mm. I don't want to say the same words at the end of every episode, but I you have to. You think we like saying the same stuff every time? Until you give Papa his money. Steven, where else can the people find us? You know, if you've already given us your f***ing money, you can come on over to Twitter and follow us over at you can't disappod. We're also on Instagram under the name Can't Is a Point Podcast. And then if you're really feeling frisky, step on over to Facebook and YouTube and just just baldo that like button till you can't baldo no mo. Uh, and we're on Facebook and YouTube under the entire name of the show. You can't disappoint a podcast with the correct number of P's in all the words and S's in most of them. You know, it's amazing. I don't think that we've yet reached the end of the potential for the Baldo joke. I think it's all Baldo jokes all the time from now on. That's who we are now forever. Oh, yeah. From inside a tightly snug Baldo, black lives matter, trans lives matter, and that's it. That's all. Those are all (laughs) that nobody else matters. I'm Zach. I'm Steven. And we love you very much. We'll see you next week. Kissies. Finally, I can get the f- out of this thing. God damn. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> 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 Is that what it feels like to take a bra off? <laughs>